This week's interview on AI and industry focuses on two main questions. Number one, how should business leaders determine the most fruitful potential applications of AI in their business? And second, how do you pick the right one to actually invest resources and talent into? These are extremely challenging questions, and it's very hard to answer them by just speaking with someone who runs a single individual company uh, or sells one particular kind of product. But this week, we have an interviewee who happens to have experience speaking with CTOs and CIOs in many enterprises about uh, initial adoption strategies for machine learning, for customer service, for marketing, for manufacturing, and other applications. Uh, and this was another one of our interviews done live in Bangalore. We actually did this on sort of a rooftop location in a Bangalore hotel of all places, one of our last interviews before uh, leaving India. And this is with uh, Madhu Shekhar, who is a principal evangelist at Amazon Internet Services in Bangalore. Uh, Madhu, again, speaks with C-level execs at enterprises uh, in India and elsewhere about leveraging and getting into machine learning determining where their best data lies, determining where their strategic advantage lies, and also figuring out how to leverage that, how to bend that into AI-powered products or capabilities that will make the biggest dent in their bottom line for their company. Uh, and Madhu has some interesting ways of thinking about answering this problem for business leaders without necessarily needing to know how to write Python code, without necessarily needing to know uh, how to sort of build your own recommendation engine over a weekend, thinking purely from a business perspective, what's going to make the biggest dent in the bottom line? Again, Madhu's got some curious ways of thinking through that that I think are informed by far more conversations than most folks who work in an individual vendor. Uh, so I think that this should be helpful for business folks working in larger companies particularly and wondering where do we go first? What's going to matter the most in terms of initial applications and what should we consider as ideas that might have the highest yield? I think Madhu shares a lot of fruitful insight there and I'm happy to dive into the interview. So without further ado, I'm Dan Fagella. This is AI in Industry and here we go with Madhu Shekhar, Principal Evangelist at Amazon. So yeah, Madhu, you're speaking with certainly developers, but also with business leaders around encouraging people to adopt some of Amazon's machine learning capabilities. That means you're getting to watch people adopt and understand these technologies, which is something that essentially everybody who listens to our show is interested in. What do you see as kind of the ML capabilities that are really starting to right now seep their way into the enterprise? Where do you see that traction happening? Now, when we look at enterprises across the entire spectrum of challenges that's out there, whether it's from customer service, sales, marketing, moving into specialized services around quality control, the entire spectrum of what they want to do, every business identifies an area that they believe the challenges they want to solve in. And that is something that I see each of them doing. So I'll pick up some examples here. So when we look at Policy Bazaar, we look at companies like that looking at using machine learning in customer service, when we look at specialized organizations that are engaged in, in financial services, for example, around fraud and risk management, manufacturing and consumer durable companies looking at sales propensities, looking at retail execution areas where they can use machine learning. Each of these industries are identifying a specific pain point and based on those pain points where they see they want to go ahead, they actually jump into it. Right? Now, the 
best place to start i mean i wouldn't say there is one single thing as saying this is the right place to start yeah, of course learning, of course yeah and this is not different for business for industry correct. so when i engage with executives thing that i started with if you want to start getting and machine learning is such an important piece of technology it is very important that organizations start adopting it because it's going to be the most powerful tool to which they're going to improve their productivity take them to the next step and doing so what i've always focused on is identify areas that have you know your competitive advantage in your areas of competitive and how do you actually leapfrog that to the next level that's the area where you have your deepest strength that's the area where you believe and the machine learning requires a huge volume of data so the area where you have your best data the area that you can rely on your data is the area where you start building your competencies in then mm. build a center of excellence for practices and mechanics once you've achieved that then you can start expanding that capability to other areas of your business so if you are a fast moving consumer goods company and you have great amount of data on your retail distribution or you have data on your consumer buying behavior etc focus the machine learning in that space start with that Huh. Identify the area where you have your best data, not the most data, the best data. There's two uh, interviews in the past that this is bouncing off of my mind, one of which was with Element.ai in Montreal, actually, where they were mentioning how really thinking first just about efficiencies in your business may really not be the best way to first think about ML. And this is what you're saying. You're saying think about competitive advantage in your industry and think about maybe that first for ML. So like, where's the opportunity, not just like, what can we automate? which seems like what a lot of people would think, right? You'd think, well, start small, let's just automate some stuff. But what you're saying is, let's see where the business is going and let's try to take ML to leap that forward. This is like a little bit of a thought experiment. It sounds like you're encouraging people to do. True. If you have an advantage over your competitors in a specific area, applying machine learning there is probably going to give you a generational advantage over your competitors. That's the reason you want to focus on that space. Now, how do I do that requires a lot of data. Machine learning requires lots of nice, clean data. Generally, the area where you have your competitive advantage is the area where you're gathering most of your data as well. Yeah. Right? And that is why you would want to strengthen yourself in that space. I mean, that's how you would want to produce. But if there are other areas in your business where you have better quality data, those are areas that are good to build competencies around machine learning as well. Got it. Okay. This is interesting. And I think we can poke a little bit deeper into this. So I've heard the term used by a, a VC who was on our show maybe a year and a half ago, your proprietary data plume. What is like the data that pretty much only you have access to that's really growing and swelling? Because that's probably, like you said, he was using in the context of startups in your moat. How hard is it for somebody to break into what you do? This is what you're saying is this generational advantage that if you already have an edge, you already have that data push into that because that's going to maybe push you even farther ahead potentially. Now, maybe just thinking from the perspective of our listeners, you know, brainstorming on that is a worthwhile exercise, you know, but imagining the capabilities of machine learning and where are opportunity areas in their businesses, what kind of data within their businesses is usable. This is a new kind of thinking, right? People haven't had to think through that lens in the past. And so, when you try to encourage people to come up with good ideas for their own business, what would be the advice you'd give them? You know, you go into any, you know, consumer business, media business, insurance business, and you try to poke them with questions that are going to help them get to what you're talking about, these advantage areas. What kind of things do you prompt them with to get them to think about the right stuff? Ask the business leaders. I mean, let's say, for example, we are in a meeting and generally most of my meetings are with CIOs and CXOs of the respective businesses. And here the conversation starts with, Let's try to understand what is it that you have 
with you today why do you think you have an advantage right or if you're building a new business opportunity or a new business model line what is it that you want to do with this now how are you collecting this data what kind of data are you collecting and then take that to the next step okay do you want to take it to the you know start building machine learning models now this is one thought process on this right which is how they want to get to building their ai models some of these conversations can go slightly differently for example these executives can say do you want to get started with machine learning because you want to get some really quick advantages in the case of customer services or sales where they want to be able to use ready made pre packaged solutions so in this case for example i could use amazon polly or i could use amazon alexa as a chatbot engine yep. deploy a chatbot deploy a voice engine deploy a translation engine and then what i would do is i would take advantage of that and get started you know showing start showing some business results these are ready made services that you could consume and very quickly start deploying to see you know are you getting really the results that you want that's one way of looking at the problem the other way is then look at what are the areas where you see the advantage the classic questions would be what would be the data set that you have today that you can rely on right is it your quality data is it your manufacturing data right is it your customer data that you are confident is really nice right and then when they come to an agreement that's exactly the idea that they want to go but then we start looking at how do we take advantage of that and how do we support that in the machine learning process of what they want to achieve next yeah you know forcing again executives generally to understand data assets right which may be not necessary to just run your business right to run your business you don't necessarily have to in many businesses have a robust understanding of that but in the future with machine learning and certainly if you want to find the best application areas seems like understanding the lay of the land in your current sort of you know what you have on hand that really seems like a pretty important step one you have to have a grasp of that true and that seems kind of like a new way of thinking i know thinking about data assets maybe as a first place where people's heads would go that's kind of new another thing maybe that's kind of new is making like the infrastructure around data and the storage around data and the cleanliness around data a super priority right from what we're hearing everybody who's integrating these technologies has gripes about how crappy the data is set up and how crappy they store the data everybody has gripes right i wonder if as people think through more of these exercises you're talking about if this will help them prioritize and you know put an an emphasis on making sure our stuff is organized because this is going to be the backbone of our advantage you know we right. need to get this in line so in those cases of environments right when we see that there is a challenge when we see businesses have a challenge in the way they organize the data or have a need to you know get the data organized we start looking at at amazon for example you could set out a data lake right and the data lake is basically a construct in which you start funneling all the different sets of data it's available across your enterprise both clean and unclean once you get all of this data into a single construct called a data lake you have the ability to now process and start cleaning it i mean the first thing you want to start building as a company is to start building trust on your data right before you start doing machine learning models and exactly to your point so then you would set up a data lake you would bring the data into a central point the advantage of data lake architectures today is that unlike previously which where we used to build data warehouses where the schema was preordained right you would define what the data structure of your company is what should be there but the data lakes now you can actually put all your data in one single space and then define your schema as you start building out and reporting from that right at amazon we have our s3 data lake which is a simple storage service on which you build a data lake 
and then we would use many of our tooling and infrastructure whether it's elastic map reduce or any of the other tooling that we offer today glue so on and so forth to build out the necessary data processing and capabilities now this would be very similar to building what you would do as another you know, this looks very traditional to building a bi infrastructure true so right i mean first you need to build your trust on your data machine learning for all the coolness that it talks about first is about data 80% of the work in machine learning is getting your data organized structured trustable and then get it to the next step yeah yeah and yeah. this part you still have to get right and this is huge amounts of work you have to trust it even more than you used to trust it when in the bi world Yeah, yeah, right. Because the machine is now going to make decisions for you. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not going to be able to be like, oh, you know what? That's probably wrong. Yeah, we should like things are happening from that. Like yeah. we yes. can't even permit those. It's taking an action things. now. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not coming as a dashboard to a business meeting, yeah, totally and then someone yeah. is making no, a decision. Yeah. The machine is going to make the decision. There's no meeting. Yeah. This is a really this is a really important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think almost everybody's going to understand that as an analogy, right? Yeah, that right. because of that, this is going to be working on its own. We need to have a whole nother paradigm shift in how clean and consistent and trustworthy everything is. That's a shift in business and a shift in sort of like thinking around data. When you look ahead at sort of how enterprise maybe 3 years from now will be treating and handling data, do you see kind of <laughs> data lakes being the big shift that you would hope would be adopted what are kind of the themes around treating and trusting data that you would hope in the next 2 or 3 years you're encouraging this in all your CXO meetings yeah. what do you really hope you see more of 2 or 3 years in the future so that people can pick up on machine learning faster what are the low hanging fruit areas that businesses can just do better when i look at it in the next 3 years i believe there will be a lot more data lakes that would generally come in i mean to start with businesses will have to structure the data in a mechanism or start storing data in a mechanism that makes it as less expensive as possible store large volumes of data right and that's largely what amazon simple storage service is all about is to be able to store data at about 27 dollars a terabyte right i mean when you start doing that i mean you don't start thinking like how do i archive this data or how do i deal with all this machine data that's coming to me or my retail sales data that's coming to me i want to see how i can archive it delete it now that's one of the challenges that you have with transactional environments or a traditional bi environments so clear lakes are going to be especially formats like s3 are going to be most viable for you to put all of this together this is the first discipline of getting all the data in once you've got your data in is going to be the next step of making sure you have built out the data pipelines that is required for you to process this data cleanse the data make it available you know in a democratized fashion across your entire organization that's going to be the next step right you want to democratize the data inside your organization so that any business user inside your organization has the ability to consume this data as quickly as possible right machine learning is not going to happen inside one room somewhere right it's going to happen everywhere to me it's like the calculator on the desk it's a tool yep right so it has going to happen everywhere so what you want to really do is to make this data available for everyone to sort of use so that's the second part and now each one of them is going to start building out refining this data making it better for their respective business process use case now think about it there is a person in quality now does a person in quality need to have access to customer data 
depending on their use case they may they may not they may need to have this data access to certain attributes of customer data but not necessarily all attributes of customer data you want to have the right sense of security the right sense of data controls that you want to be able to put on that those are things that you want to build in that's exactly what our data lake offers right you bring all of this together that would allow the business to democratize but at the same time ensure the you know you don't have data leakage yeah these are two different challenges you want to democratize on one end yep. you want to ensure that you know there's no leakage on the other end you need access <laughs> but you need controls control right so both okay so that's the discipline that has to be evolved now for example when i look at one of the things that we very early on realized in amazon is the fact that when certain patterns of data right start getting accessed much more frequently or getting pulled out by people in the organization who should not you want to be able to raise alerts on it and amazon macy is a classic product what it allows you to do is to it analyzes all the data files in your storage ecosystem looks at the patterns of data for example it is able to recognize a 16 digit number as well as a credit card number it's able to recognize social security numbers it's able to recognize email addresses so on when it sees a certain pattern of data being accessed or a certain data access pattern it is able to generate alerts that say hey you know what this piece of data someone is downloading 50 gigabytes of just this data right probably not the right thing to happen right now right those are the kinds of alerts that you want to have in your system and macy is actually built on machine learning it uses access patterns of your existing organizations to learn based on other organization patterns that you have built so that it actually understands and gives you recommendations on how it needs to alerts on what needs to happen plus amazon macy on it so your data lake should have all of these capabilities the controls the alerts democratization on the other end so that people have access to it once you've gotten this comes the next level of discipline because you're going to have layers and layers of data you're going to have raw customer data you're going to have the first level processing cleansed data then you're going to have someone else who's going to take this data and say i want a particular cohort a specific market segmentation of this data suitable for my use case some for a product line manager is going to build that out right another one is going to build out another one of that cohort right you're going to have these hierarchies of dependencies that's going to start evolving through the natural progression this is your data platform use that then you start and if your trust on the data starts increasing at this point now you start building out what we call as machine learning on top of this machine learning is about taking this data and most of the use cases right most people when you start talking about ai and machine learning they, they start jumping into neural nets and you don't need to use neural nets for most problems simple binary classifiers multi classifiers can solve a lot of issues a lot of traditional things that we do today can be solved using these algorithms build models on top of that take it to the next step see what problems you can solve make the right decisions that's the way i would build out competence and that's the recommendations we give and we see organizations that when you look at manufacturing companies today we see them look at warranty processes when they look at consumer goods companies that look at consumer cohorts you know retail stock levels that they need to maintain at warehouses and stores each one of them is are very specific problems and their business cases use cases on these give tremendous returns yeah right i mean having the wrong stock of the wrong product in the wrong warehouse can be significantly more expensive than your entire it investment at times those are the kinds of things that you can solve using simple machine learning algorithms with the right data set using the right processes this i think is really really important for business listeners as we close out the interview i think two things that really jump out people probably could grab value from so many parts of this interview but one part that really jumps out to me is that those three steps of data in terms of you know storage and access and then security 
sort of that's ground floor, right? And we don't dive into machine learning at all. And and I think what are the stages of progress here in terms of using AI, doing AI, whatever, to know that that is absolutely the bedrock is, I think, extremely important. And that also, you know, we don't have to go into deep learning to handle our customer service problems, probably on step one, right? Like simple classifiers, understanding the fundamentals of what the different array of algorithms could use. There's going to be ways to nail problems that are not necessarily the farthest academic deep learning approaches, but that are maybe much easier. Than much that. easier than that. Yeah. Right. Those are great takeaways. Excellent. Well, that's all that we had for time. Matthew, thanks so much. Thanks, Dan. That's all for this episode on the AI and Industry Podcast, where we explore the applications and implications of AI in your business or industry. And when it comes to those benefits of real insight in terms of artificial intelligence applications in business, this show is really just the tip of the iceberg. AI and Industry is produced by Tech Emergence, and over at techemergence.com, you can find actionable industry-specific coverage, including case studies, unique market research with charts and graphs, and regular coverage of the AI applications of both the hottest startups here in the Bay Area, as well as what Fortune 500 companies are doing with AI today. Everything from marketing and advertising, business intelligence, to specific industries like finance and healthcare, you can stay ahead of the curve and stay on the right side of disruption by visiting techemergence.com. And when you're there, make sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter on the left-hand side of the page. Uh, Most of our podcast listeners get the episodes directly to their inbox every week. You'll be joining tens of thousands of other business leaders who join us from all over the world to stay ahead of the curve of AI in their specific industry. So that's techemergence.com. I'm Dan Fagella. This is AI and Industry, and we'll catch you next week.